Look at me there not even go. doing a good job. That's what happens when Zach's not here. That's what happens when you've got old Spencer Love behind the production equipment. Hello, friends. Good morning. Welcome to your hashtag morning, hashtag wrestling, hashtag talk. So, see, at least I got that part right, Zach. Welcome to Love Wrestling Sunday Brunch. Of course, the longest running, the only original programming left here on Love Wrestling. And, of course, one of my favorite times of the week, getting to hang out with the best and brightest, whether it be on Love Wrestling, like we've got with the Canadian Goose, or whether it be with our friends in the comment section. So if you're here, thank you for doing so. Feel free to throw some topics, questions, comments, concerns, anything in between in the comments, like our good friend Rye Levy is doing. Good morning, Rye. Good to see you, friend. And good morning, Goose. Good, good morning. to see you, friend. I got How are to see you? I, I'm, I'm good. How are you doing? I've gotten to see you a couple of times this weekend. It's good to see you again. Yeah, yeah. No, it's good to see you too. I, I, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a bit stiff today, but uh, I'll live. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I, I was feeling a little bit stiff after doing the ring and uh, loading it up and setting it up and tearing it down all Thursday, Friday, and I can't even begin to complain when I've got somebody who professionally wrestled over the weekend. So I'm just gonna go ahead and not complain. Friends, of course, before we kick her off here on Sunday Brunch, we've got to give a huge thanks to a couple of individuals. First and foremost, let's give a huge shout out, as always, to our friends at RK Athletics. Give them a follow at RK Athletics 1 over on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or visit their websites, rkathletics.com. For more personal training tips, make sure you're following up on any nutritional advice, anything like that the Rich is throwing your way. Because let me tell you, he's one of the best in the biz, whether you're talking inside the ring or through his personal training endeavors. We've also got to give a shout out to Manscaped. If you head to manscaped.com and enter the code love wrestling, not only are you going to save 20% off of your entire order, but you're going to save the free shipping as well. Goose, I know I say it every time, but it's two Canucks, two individuals above the 49th parallel. The shipping costs on things aren't exactly the friendliest sometimes. So it helps out anywhere. But if you're above the 49th parallel, you're anywhere in the world outside of the United States, really. Make sure you're taking advantage on some free shipping because let me tell you, Manscaped's got some great products as well. Whew, Goosey, where do we want to start? There's lots from the week of wrestling over the last few days, and uh, we're going to dig through a good chunk of it and a good chunk of stuff, I'm sure, outside of professional wrestling as well over about the next hour. So uh, where do you want to kick her off? I've got a couple of topics that I'm I'm fairly excited about. I'm rather enthused about. I mean, well, if we're if we're considering uh, the beginning of the week to be Monday, then uh, I was at Monday Night Raw. That was fun. Heck yeah, man. Monday Night Raw in Edmonton, Alberta. I think it was the first time. So they did SmackDown, I believe it was, because Dustin and I, uh, one of the volunteers we've got on Love Pro Wrestling shows, we were chatting and I believe he said it was 2013 was the last time that SmackDown was here. And 2011 was the last time we had Monday Night Raw, which like, man, I get it. It's tough to travel, obviously, across borders and everything in between, especially over the last couple of years. But uh, it's nuts to me that they hadn't been here in almost uh, almost 12 years. Like yeah. Canadian crowds and we're biased, man. And you can speak to it as a guy inside the ring, too. But like. Canadian fans are always raucous. They're always round. They're always given 110. Like you see it here. You saw it in Montreal. And I'm sure you'll see it October 12th with AEW Dynamite making its Canadian debut. Uh, but yeah, man, thoughts on the show overall. Let's kick her off locally and with some WWE on Monday Night Raw's end of things. Uh, well, it, the, the place was definitely packed. Like, I'm not sure there was a free seat in the house. Um, nope. 
Yeah, uh, Thaddeus Archer actually hooked me up with my ticket because I uh, help him out on the Archer reports and look forward to that coming up uh, on on YouTube. Um, Excellent plug. Well done. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, but he got us like third row seats. So we were right right there. And uh, that was definitely the closest I've ever sat at a WWE show. And uh, every little monicum of, of, you know, Oh, I'm a wrestler, not a mark. Completely went out the window. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it should for something like that, though. Like, if you're there and you're not working and yada yada, freaking yada, like, it's a pro wrestling show. You've got to get psyched for it, right? Yeah, it was it was so much fun. I I I will admit that he, like I say, even though I'm a wrestler and I know, okay, you're supposed to cheer for the good guys and and boo the bad guys. I was on board for uh, Sami Zayn to just wallop. AJ Styles. <laughs> oh, I I love it. Sami Zayn's like right in that crux. And we've talked about him on every freaking show we've got, Goose. But holy shit, how can you not? Like, he has been nothing but delightful. I really have no better word for it than delightful. Because like every time he's on screen, and this was certainly the case for me previously, man. But like every single time he's on the screen, I'm excited. I'm happy to see him. He gets a huge pop at this point. The storyline with the Usos and the bloodline as a whole has been fantastic. I haven't had a chance to watch SmackDown yet in its entirety, um, but there were some pretty uh, cool clips coming out of last night's SmackDown, just again, teasing the tension with uh, Jimmy and Sammy and Solo playing the role of Enforcer so well. Big Ben! Hey, handsome, I'm reading your name. I am seeing the speedball emotes and remembering I forgot to message you on Thursday. Holy shit. (laughs) I'll talk to you today. Um, Good to see you though, man. Thank you for hopping in. It's Sunday brunch. You got topics? Throw them in there, friend, because I'm happy to chat everything, including, as I mentioned, SmackDown last Friday. Big Ben uh, making his second appearance, making a second appearance with Ronda Rousey, uh, and lots of love, Ben, but making a second appearance with Ronda Rousey, scaring the ever-loving shit out of him and others. Uh, what can you say for the baddest woman on yeah, the planet? Zoe uh, Sager as well, yeah, making an appearance on SmackDown say, as well. I like. I'll be totally honest with you. I, I, I. I haven't really kept up with WWE. Raw was the first uh, Raw I'd seen in quite some time. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, no. When I w- I saw my 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 trainer MRB up there on the screen and uh, uh, Stephen Crow. Sorry, I call him Baby Teeth. Um, and then uh, uh, <laughs> and sorry, Jack Steve. Pride was up there too. And then uh, also Bobby Shink out of. Uh, uh, out of Winnipeg, so yeah, and even uh, uh, the, one of the other fellas uh, I've came to to know is uh, a fella named Amir who was on a couple of RCW shows uh, uh, recently. Cool. I just I didn't recall because I, I asked MRB, well, "Who are the other two fellas there?" And he was like, "Oh, one of them you might have wrestled." And I was like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> and then, and then, yeah, no. It turns out I didn't actually wrestle the guy, but I did. I did get a chance to meet uh, meet him. So he he's cool. But I thought it was so so great just to see like those people on there. Uh, Kid Chocolate. Uh, I wish he had, you know gotten a little bit more offense and overcome hey, <laughs> yeah but uh and I, I i i if i'm not mistaken they they called him like uh gabriel lester or something on the um, absolute like actual monday night raw <laughs> like, you know i gotta go back and actually watch it i haven't had a chance to watch a ton of wrestling this week with love pro wrestling on uh friday night before mm-hmm. we move on to that before we continue on monday night raw 
hot topic. Ronda Rousey's a bully and is going to be the death of me. I, I don't disagree with the former, but I certainly don't hope for the latter. Pluggo, thank you for hopping in. Good to see you, friends. Hope the morning with the family is great. Hello to Mrs. Pluggo and the kids as well. And Ophelia Payne hopping in. Goose was fantastic at RCW last night, even if I was the only one cheering for him. Goose is always fantastic, and you're always fantastic. Thank you, not only for supporting uh, local wrestling, but thank you for coming out on Friday night as well. I was running around like a freaking well like a goose with his head cut off for lack of a better way to put it. But uh, thanks for coming out, Ophelia. Hope to see you on October 28th at LPW9. Mark with us. We're going to run through a couple of items we've got on the card at the end of today's show, including a match announcement that you won't officially see on socials until tomorrow. So uh, stick around through the entire show. But yeah, back to Monday Night Raw Goose. I thought that was fantastic. Obviously, getting to see a couple of great wrestlers, LPW talent, great individuals. Uh, getting involved as well was really, really cool. I actually, I had the pleasure of meeting Bobby Shink at, uh, the Canadian brew house after, oh, okay. uh, after raw, we all ended up going out for drinks and Bobby just happened to be there. So it was really, really cool to see him also cheap plug for tales from the undercard. Make sure you head and support them on YouTube as well too. Uh, tune in to the adventures of the rads featuring Spencer love from Monday night raw as well. And our first row seats. Yeah. Rich um, King's on there all the time. Big old stud, big yeah. old stud. Um, very cool for me. You know, you brought up Sami Zayn. I think the coolest thing for me was uh, getting to see Candice LeRae make her return to WWE. I would have been stoked wherever she showed up. Candice has been one of my favorite wrestlers for years and years and years, going back to PWG and early days of NXT. But like, it was so cool to see her not only get like a big surprise debut, very similar to Johnny. But like no rumors, no nothing, no anything in between that, right? And mm -hmm. um, I know that spoilers are a part of wrestling. There are a lot of times where like I read the dirt sheets and I love getting my spoilers. And there have also been times where like taped shows, if you tune into the spoilers and you're excited about something, the spoilers have like convinced me to tune in. Yeah, but yeah, hundred percent. I also love when uh, when you get a true surprise, especially when it's someone like Candice LeRae, because oh, hot damn I man. I have to be so good. completely honest with you. Uh, I also booed the trash out of Candice LeRae, but that's because I, I absolutely <laughs> love Nikki Ash. Man, uh, that's the I see a lot of a Canadian goose in Nikki Ash, like, like just being a superhero thing. Like I, I love it. I mean, she was clearly the heel, which I thought was kind of weird. Like I said, yeah. I, haven't, I haven't really been caught up on WWE, but as soon as uh, she came out, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm cheered for her. And then Candice LeRae came out, and I was like, <laughs> oh, okay, cool. And, yeah, yeah. so, uh, I mean, they didn't wrestle for a very long time, but uh, it was it was definitely very entertaining. All the matches were incredible. Like, uh, What a fantastic the, show we got. Just what yeah, a fantastic the, show we got. It wasn't one of those Raws where there was like an hour of talking and then like, you know, it was it was straight up like there was a lot of uh, a lot of like long matches on this show. I even uh, I, I was telling um, Thaddeus, I was like, oh, last week, uh, you know, uh, we did tag match. It was me and uh Sid against Isaac and Rick Jules and came backstage and one of the referees was like, hey, you went over time. And I was like, well, hey, we weren't given a time and he was like well how long does a match on raw or smackdown go <laughs> apparently they go a lot longer than we like, did it either oh, goes a minute or 45 like <laughs> <laughs> it's 
<laughs> so I, I didn't feel too bad about it after that. So I felt kind of justified. But um, yeah, no, they were all great. Like Seth Rollins versus Mysterio was incredible. AJ and Sammy Chef's was guess. was really really good. Uh, the tag match with uh, KO and uh, Johnny Gargano against uh, Chad Gable and Otis was fantastic. I thought I, Otis really impressed me for a big Otis dude. Otis has gotten very good over the last, yeah. I, I'd even say few years, you know. I think he's always been a guy who's been entertaining. Like I've said, and I'm repeating myself here, Goose, but like the biggest victim, quote unquote, as far as storylines went with uh, with the COVID and all of that sort of stuff in 2020, like everybody looks and rightfully so at Drew McIntyre and how he was, and again, he was, uh, robbed of like a WrestleMania moment with Brock Lesnar. But that Otis and Mandy and Sonya and Dolph storyline, man, like that kiss, if that had happened at WrestleMania in front of 80,000 people, like it would have been a very different and again it's a great comparison either way or you're going great either way but like Otis would have been a very different career trajectory Mandy Rose I think would have been very different than the current NXT women's champion that we've got right now like I think they would have run together forever because that storyline was so great but now that that happened you sort of see everything that happens you know the two years since then and he's a bruiser he's a guy that I I always thought was never going to work as a heel simply because he was so entertaining Aligning with Chad Gable was a bit of an odd pairing right off the bat, but Alpha Academy has been fantastic. They complement each other really well. And like, whether it's Gable, whether it's the PC, whether it's the producers, whatever it may be. Um, but you can tell that Otis, like you have a proverbial most improved over the last little bit. That guy's got to be in that conversation. For such a big dude, like, like he showed zero sign of being gassed out or blown up. Like I, that's what I was impressed. I was impressed with his like cardio and just, just the fact that he was all there the whole time. And homeboy yeah. looks like he's nearing 400 pounds. Like oh, he's, he's a, a brick shit house. Boy. <laughs> oh my God. I think it was last week or two weeks ago on SmackDown. They did uh, Otis versus Braun Strowman and Braun Strowman's like a six foot six son of a bitch. He's big, he's heavy, he's massive. And I think Otis outweighed him. Like that guy is is literally a, a brick. There's no yeah. other way you can put it. But a brick that like can move, which is even more terrifying. And I don't know if had, that makes sense. It probably doesn't, but that's what I'm he, sticking with. His, <laughs> his crowd work was also really good. Like he's one of the, like, I, that was would be one of my, sort of criticisms was like they're doing a tv show so they're obviously like working to the audience on tv but otis was one of the guys that would turn to the crowd and 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 like you know chirp off at the people and stuff and i really appreciate that kind of stuff so yeah yeah he's been fantastic i I, I thought it was a great addition of monday night raw yeah, at the and then of course Edge showed up at uh, near the end there, and that was a huge uh, surprise. And I, 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 you, how can you go wrong with Edge? And then we had like uh we had like a a couple of matches that were just sort of for the Edmonton folks. Like uh, there was a main yep. event taping with uh, Ali and uh, Akira Tozawa that was really good. And yep. then Shelton Benjamin faced off with our Truth, and our Truth is a. a amazing he's one of my favorites i love our truth i love our truth that guy everybody knows how entertaining he is everybody knows he's good in the ring despite maybe not getting the consistent opportunities to showcase that sometimes with wwe 
But hot damn, man, I am always excited to see our truth. Always, yeah. always, always. My brothers aren't a huge fan by any means, but like to that, I just say like, what's up? I don't understand yeah. why you wouldn't. <laughs> and then uh, we also got uh, we got Bobby Lashley against uh, Austin Theory in our like uh, uh, untelevised main event, which I, I yeah. thought was also pretty good, and included a lot of crowd work. In fact, uh, Austin Theory was really chirping Jason Marks, who was sitting right next to me, uh, <laughs> a, a lot. <laughs> Sorry, JB. Sorry, JB. That is what it is, though. That is what it is. It was a great show. I was really, really stoked with it. Lots of great wrestling, though, this week. I thought the Dynamite was absolutely fantastic as well. I'm really excited, uh, to be honest with you, about Jericho's run as Ring of Honor champion. Like, mm -hmm. it, it, it is a sentence. It's almost like a Mad Lib in professional wrestling. You know what I mean? Like, if I was to say to you even a year ago, two years ago, Goose, that Jericho was going to be a Ring of Honor champion, excuse my language, but, like, you'd tell me to get fucked. There's absolutely uh, I, I'd be no like, how did he ruin his happen. career? <laughs> that's like <laughs> what happened? Yeah, yeah why is he like working in the in the in this Legion Hall? How did he how now? did he lose his contract? Yada yada. Yeah. But like here we are, all elite wrestling owns Ring of Honor now. Chris Jericho winning the Ocho, becoming your Ring of Honor world champion, defeating Bandito in one hell of a main event for AEW Dynamite this week. Like I ain't speaking any new points by this point, Goose, but like Chris Jericho, the amount that that guy is able to go out there, reinvent himself, deliver banger matches, like that guy has to be, there's no way anyone can slough him off when Mount Rushmore yeah. conversations come up or when the GOAT conversations or anything like that come up. Like I even have my personal opinions on who I would personally rank higher than that, but like there's no way that you can't mention Jericho when you're talking about all-time greats. The man, I think, is 51 years old and just oh, goes wow. out there. And he's, yeah, and he's not even just, like, wrestling a match. He's going out there over the last couple of years and, like, wrestling Nick Gage, flying with uh, uh, Bandito. The matches against Brian Danielson have been fantastic. Dude's, dude's so good. He is yeah, so I good. I, I'm not super familiar with Bandito, but I did catch some of that their match, and I thought it was really good. I'm looking forward to seeing. I'd like to see Jericho just like go through a bunch of old Ring of Honor guys. Like I, 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 I am looking so much forward to uh, Chris Jericho versus Samoa Joe. I think that oh, will be man. incredible. Well, um, and I'm I'm paraphrasing a little bit, but that was like the context of his promo to close Dynamite out was mm -hmm. I'm coming for all of the Ring of Honor champions, all of that. Like for me, man, Jericho and PCO, are you kidding me? I know that there's obviously contract issues and all of that. I don't know how Impact versus AEW works anymore, despite everything they did last year. But like, oh, the, what, the, you the, mean the, the wrestling promotions that used to be friends are no longer friends? Like promotions I know, <laughs> I know nothing about that and i am just gonna move yeah. right on make sure you're at love pro wrestling's mark among us on october 28th hopping back in i'm going to assume plugo this was on like the mandy rose storyline and that if they ever run it back i'll be stoked give them the mania moment the pandemic robbed us of uh this is just a little prediction here and not really context but like I bet you we're going to get toxic attraction called up either for WrestleMania or like night after WrestleMania is that WrestleMania moment for Mandy Rose. I, I do think that 
she's coming to a close with her run as NXT Women's Champion. I think the Toxic Attraction is too good as a group to uh, split up at this point. Bring them all up together. I think they could even be potential challengers with damage control coming up in the future. Um, but I do think that Alba Fire, for me, is is the person to take the title off of Mandy Rose at this point. Okay. I really do. And it's just because I think, Goose, and I, I don't know how much NXT you've been watching lately, not but much. even for me, it's not, sorry. <laughs> completely fair, dude. You were under no obligation to watch wrestling. Um, but for me, I think watch that, a lot of live wrestling. God forbid. God yeah. forbid. Um, for me, I think that NXT is starting to hit one of those transition points again where you're gonna be building up a lot of new stars, your uh, you know, your Tiffany Strattons, your Soul Rukas, your individuals like that who are really just starting to make a mark. Um I think that Alba Fire on top, as far as that goes, would be the perfect champion, the perfect linchpin. Not that Mandy Rose wouldn't be, but after Alba Fire, personally, I think if, if she doesn't win it, you're giving Mandy Rose another year on top. And I don't know if that's the right move in, in my personal opinion. I think they're ready. Ooh. Bring them up. Move oh, forward. Alba Fire, that's Kaylee Ray, right? Yes. Yes, yeah, yes, yes. She's really good. Yeah. She's fantastic. I wish, and I said this when I did the review with Pluggo the other day. Uh, hey, JPJ, wish you were here too. Unfortunately, work calls. That is what it is. We'll see you next week. Um, I wish they weren't so heavy-handed with like all the fire puns and all of that sort of stuff. You don't, you don't need to be so on the nose with shit sometimes. I don't know. Honk, honk, honk. That's, that's just me. <laughs> Okay, maybe maybe some people don't need to be on the nose sometimes, and sometimes you need to be right on the damn nose. <laughs> um, well, I, Very I'll, well be, played, I'll be honest. Like I, I, I like I am not wrestling as the Canadian Goose in Edmonton anymore. So that's true. I had to. Well, I yeah. I knew that, but I had to find that out somewhat the hard way when we did that show in Sherwood Park uh, about a week ago. Well, because actually, I came up to you about 10 minutes before your introduction and said, where are you from? And then I still screwed it up. <laughs> well, the guy at last night, because I, I wanted to be uh, uh, announced from the Esquimalt Lagoon, which is... Uh, the, Squi the Squimalt Lagoon? Esquimalt Lagoon, which is uh, a lagoon in Victoria, BC, where I'm actually from and and... Uh, I figured that would kind of tie me in still to the Canadian goose a little bit, but, and then, uh, yeah, the, the ring announcer was like, oh, how do you pronounce a squire? I was like, Langford. <laughs> so I just kind of got frustrated and was like, just, just Let's go with Langford. On. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no, we're going to just move on on this I, one. Cause, cause you're gonna, yeah, I don't want to come to the ring and be, uh, announced from some place that doesn't exist doesn't exist <laughs> yeah. you're not coming from parts unknown but you're heading back home actually let's touch on that real yeah. quick before we move yeah. on on the uh wwe aew roh impact whatever promotion you want to chat about friends we'll move on but uh you're heading back home to wrestle for the first time if yes, i remember correctly i, I actually uh, i'm gonna be doing a lot of traveling over the next couple of months here here in october i will be wrestling in uh, bc alberta and manitoba um, I've got, I've got Kelowna and Vernon on the 14th and 15th, and then I'll be at the, uh, Winnipeg Comic-Con for the 28th, the 29th, and the 30th. All right. Uh, 
And then uh, on November the 18th, yes, I'm going home to uh, where I'm from. All my friends and family live out in uh, Victoria, BC. And so I was just sitting around the other night and was like, uh, I messaged the promoter. I was like, hey, do you have any shows coming up in November or December? He's like, yeah, we got this one and this one. And I said, well, uh, if I come out there, would I be able to get on one of them? And uh, I, I know that like my whole family lives there, so we could sell some tickets and whatnot. And he was like, yeah, nah, no, no problem. So I'm uh, booked on November the 18th to, to come out and uh, perform in front of my friends and family for the first time. And I'm, I'm incredibly excited for that. I have no well, idea who I'm wrestling yet, but uh, <laughs> it doesn't well, matter. I'm, I'm, I'm coming with my A game on. Atta boy. And now, silly question here, not to tear too much of the curtain back, but like, I, I believe your mom's come and seen you a couple times. I've met her a few times, yes, but yes. how much of your other family's seen you wrestle? I think the rest Literally of them are all in BC, right? Yep. Hell yeah, man. That is so, so cool. That is so cool for you. I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm so stoked. In fact, my, my cousin Dale, uh, who was on Monday Night Shaw a long yeah. time ago, um, he's, he's somebody I, uh, have like weekly conversations with I get him to like watch all my matches with me over the phone and he, he you know he'll tell me if he thinks it was good and stuff and you know he's he's he's, he's uh you can follow him on twitter at uh, d2pin uh but he's he's right into it all now like he wasn't awesome. when we first started but now he's right like he's watching AEW every week uh he's sending tony khan messages and, and uh, recommending stuff like he recommended everybody go and watch <laughs> secrets of the weight ring with raven and uh whatnot so uh yeah i get him to watch all the matches that i have with me uh so that he can uh give me like his thoughts and stuff and if he thinks it's good then then i know that okay well then somebody that's just like a wrestling fan thought it was good which sometimes is is more important than is if 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 like another wrestler thinks it's good because other wrestlers are very critical and, and don't get me wrong that's good and it's important to get those criticisms so you can uh, better your performances and stuff but if i know a wrestling fan liked it then i know i'm doing a good job so that's exactly it yeah you listen to the best of both worlds but at the end of the day one mm. group of those buys tickets yeah anyways we are moving back onto it if you're in Victoria, BC in November, make sure you're going yes. out and checking the Canadian news. Which and promotion do was that Do get for? your Let's tickets early over. because uh, they, uh, the the promotion that I'm going to be wrestling for, 365 Wrestling, they actually had a show last night and it was sold Hell out. Yeah. So I really uh, like 365. Shout out to Eddie. Shout out to Eddie Osborne. He runs a great promotion out there. Shout out to Rose as well too. Just good friend. Great professional wrestler. Hell of a human being. Mm -hmm. uh, moving on. Rye Levy hopping in. Tell me the promotion. You need to work a two-on-one match with Paro and Max the Impaler. Let's all message the Victoria promotion. Get Goose this match. Goose, I love you, man. I love you a lot, and you're great at what you do. Uh, I wouldn't like your chances in a two-on-one handicap match with Paro and Max the Impaler. I'd hardly like your chances in one of them because those are two uh, individuals who could, could kill a brick. There's really no other way to put it. Check them out if you've got the opportunity. Max the Impaler, uh, they were part of the Ring of Honor Women's Championship Tournament last year. Absolutely killing it on the indies. And you can say the same about Pero. They're an absolutely fantastic individual. Zach actually spoke with Pero uh, about a month ago, as well as the aforementioned Rye Levy, Danny Jordan, and Sonny Kiss from AEW over on the Smirk and Friends podcast. Head to our YouTube channel for that. Man, 
I would take the booking. Good with the plugs. <laughs> hey, take always. I'd probably take that booking. I'd get my ass kicked too. Yeah. Don't worry. Why not? You and I can tag team. I'll take the pin. That would. I'd get my ass kicked, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, I do want to chat a little bit about because it came out. I think later last night or earlier this morning, whenever it was, I read it on Twitter this morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, Extreme Rules has had another stipulation added to it: the fight pit match in between Seth Rollins and Matt Riddle. Yes, Matt Riddle, friends, uh, will be refereed by UFC, either future or current Hall of Famer. Either way, the guy's the shit. Uh, Daniel Cormier, who has won multiple championships, is an avowed professional wrestling fan. Like he said in interviews before, he'd want to get involved with WWE and all of that. I'm not a UFC guy, so if I screw up any of my information here, friends, please let me know. But He's always talked about getting involved with WWE after he had retired. I don't know if he's still fighting or not, but obviously taking the first step in a kind of funny little transitionary way uh, with refereeing a fight pit match coming up in about a week, couple weeks. When's Extreme Rules? This uh, weekend? I think it's on Saturday. Yeah. Sweet. Then we're going with this Saturday. I'm psyched. I really loved the first fight pit match that uh, Tim Thatcher and uh, Matt Riddle had. And that was refereed by Kurt Angle. I think Kurt Angle obviously was a huge asset to that. But like when you were talking about athletes in their physical prime, I would think that Daniel Cormier is much closer to that than Kurt Angle in the most respectful way possible. Um, This is going to be cool. I'm really interested to see if we get any sort of like interaction or any sort of physical stuff, Uh, not even just between Riddle and Cormier, but Seth Rollins and uh, Daniel Cormier, because Seth Rollins seems like the perfect guy. Anytime you're trying to introduce someone to professional wrestling, like inside the ring, Seth Rollins is the perfect guy for that. Yeah. I just personally I've, think. I've, I'm not super familiar with Daniel Cormier, uh, but uh, the, one, the one UFC fighter that I would like to see on WWE uh, is um, Conor McGregor, just because I've seen some of his promos and stuff, and I think he would be fantastic. But I, yeah. like I say, I, I'm not familiar with Daniel Cormier that much, so I don't know what his, uh, his, his promo chops are, but I think that's a real important thing in wrestling. And yep. I think that it's an interesting thing that there's more UFC fighters joining wrestling. Like uh, the the there's like four or five that come to mind: um, uh, Tom Lawler, Matt Riddle, Mitch Clark, of course, and uh, yep. Ronda Rousey are the are the main ones that I can think of. And you know, Lashley they, fought for Bellator for years he, and years and years too, yeah. right? Like, yeah, I, and I, Brock like Lesnar, of course, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did a thing or two in the UFC. Yeah. <laughs> Brock Lesnar had a good little cup of coffee and him and Cormier went at it a couple of times. So like, Oh, did they? Again, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen there. Um, Brock Lesnar. And this is all just throwing things out in the wind. You guys, none of this is anything but rumor, but like Brock Lesnar has been rumored to be appearing slash wrestling at the upcoming crown jewel pay-per-view in November. I know he's confirmed for the future day one pay-per-view. The WWE does in January, whether or not that's on January 1st or not this year, I don't know. But like with with the former UFC champ talking about wanting to get involved in WWE afterwards, maybe uh, maybe we finally get a good version of the Cain Velasquez shit that came up a couple of years ago. Because let me tell you, a lot of lot of love to the effort that people put in, but that was about as entertaining as a wet fart in church. Yeah, I'll be I'll be totally honest. I've watched a couple of those uh, uh, Crown Jewel shows because they always have huge huge matchups on them, like. 
big, oh, yeah. like on paper, they're supposed to be like awesome. And then you watch them, you know, like, ah, that was our hate, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, I, I don't have trying not to toe the political line here as far as it goes, but I am not a big fan of those events still going on. I know I'm far from the only one, but like, you know, it, all you need, all you need to sum it up with as far as it goes is they make more on those crown jewel events than they've made at every WrestleMania combined. So I, I have a feeling they're going to run that contract out and don't be surprised when a second one comes up. Yeah, it just is I, what I, it is. I, it, it especially bothered me. I think it was like the first one or whatever, where like you could tell, like there's people in the crowd that are they're just there. They don't care about the wrestling. They're not watching the wrestling. Like there's yeah. people with their backs to the to the ring, and like I, I mean, maybe it's just like a different culture or whatever. But I was like, why did these people even come? Like if yeah. they don't, yeah, like. But and that's yeah. exactly it. I can't speak. I can't speak much to it, to be honest with you. Yeah, Rye Levy putting her perfectly blood money events. You, you ain't wrong as far as that goes. You really ain't. But we're here to keep her positive. I am going to skip mm. over things I don't like because, well, I don't like them. And this is uh, this is love wrestling. Let's move on. LA Knight potentially coming back. That was another one I had in my notes that I wanted to chat about today. Again, I haven't really had a chance to watch SmackDown outside of the clips that you see on socials, all that shit. But um, I'm very excited about that possibility. This maximum male models, despite everyone's best efforts and full credit to Masay and Mansoor, uh, because I think it's been hilarious, but by no means has it been any more than like cannon fodder, for lack of a better way to put it, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I think there's a lot of room for entertainment in pro wrestling as you know, naive as that sounds, but you can't just be, you can't just be no, the job yeah. guys and expect to get really over with a new gimmick. Yeah. You know, so <laughs> well done. Goose. You're on your game today, man. Um, you're really on your game today, but LA night for me. And I wasn't a big fan of, of Eli Drake. Even when he was on the Indies, I wasn't a huge fan of the first run that he had with WWE. But man, that guy just clicks for me. He's got such a great promo. There's really no no ifs, ands, or buts about that. I think he's terrific as far as the in-ring stuff goes. You can definitely tell he's um, modeled in like the Triple H, Bobby Roode sort of school of thought. Slow, methodical, tell a story. I love it. I've always been a fan of those guys. Um, and yeah, he's just someone that I think could do a lot better than this... Uh, uh, Max Dupree or whatever I believe they were calling him. So let's yeah. hope that moves on because he did sort of say he was tired of this shit and yada, yada, yada last night or two nights ago, excuse me, on SmackDown. So here's to hoping. I think that it's just a better suited, uh, better suited role for him. I, yeah, I love me smell a night. Making a great I point mean, as well. We need that promo. We need that promo. Now that now that uh, Triple H is in charge, there seems to be a, a lot of like course correction going on lately. Like you know, guys are getting their first names back. La Knight's getting his his name back. Like I think that a lot of the decisions that you know Vince McMahon made, where he was like, okay, we're gonna just change everything about this guy. Now now that Triple H is in charge, he's kind of like, well, maybe that wasn't for the best. Let's just 
<laughs> you know, let's yeah. just go with what was working before we changed it abruptly for no reason. <laughs> yeah. Pete Dunn, same thing. I know he's still yeah. going by the name Butch, but that guy's wrestling like Pete Dunn again. He's got the singlet back, which rocks. Like it, it is great to see. And mm-hmm. um, it's just, it's, it's, you're never going to know exactly, I guess, how much Triple H versus Vince versus how much was in the plans versus not. I can't speculate to the shit, but like, yeah, it's it, all very it, exciting. It like been, we're getting fight pit it has matches. It's measurably and... better. It has been measurably better in the three months, I think, at this point since Vincent Kennedy McMahon decided to uh, decided to retire totally on his own volition, by the way. <laughs> um, last when when Vince decided to retire, um, it has just been noticeably noticeably more more entertaining you're not wrong right and that's why they do it for a lot of people change the name you own the property it's why you don't have eo shariah's uh eo sky or you do excuse me have her now alba fire same thing because you know in the extreme event that people leave and for whatever reason um wwe doesn't want them to be making money off name anymore yada 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 that's cool but change their names before they debut not not a a year into their contract (laughs) yep i I don't disagree and and sometimes like stuff just has to be done like i know for example when uh uh eo shirai slash eo sky first returned at uh, or i guess debuted um on the main roster at uh SummerSlam this year like it was on short enough notice that they didn't have time to do a new Titan Tron or anything like that. So that's why she still came out with the EO Shirai Titan Tron. But Corey Graves, and to his credit, was like really laying in, like, that's EO Sky. That is EO Sky, right? So, yeah. Uh, well, sometimes just like, shit happens. But I just, yeah, like I said, like I think that. There should be some continuity between NXT and and WWE. Like you can't show up and be like, "Oh, now she's a different person." Because like, no, she's just going to a different venue on Friday night. Like, <laughs> huge, huge pop here a couple of times for Ryan Levy hopping in. Bring someone back as the goon, Braun Strowman as Mantor. I love it, Braun Strowman, who would never work for another promotion while he wasn't with WWE. Except for control your narrative. I I, I, I disagree. I think Otis needs to be Mantar. I don't know if Otis is tall enough. He's definitely built for it, but I don't know if he's tall enough. He'd and like, let's just, I'm going to advocate. And stuff. <laughs> I'm just going to continue to be advocating, friends. Dale Torborg, the kiss demon in WWE, would make some money for Gene Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on as well, too, because I want to touch on a couple of things before we take off. Something I'm actually really excited about. Um, and really intrigued with for something that's happening on Rampage. Uh, we've got Andrade El Idolo taking on number 10, Preston Vance of the Dark Order, in a mask versus uh, career or contract or whatever you want to call it match. Essentially, if, Andre, if, if Andrade wins, he is going to be taking Preston Vance's mask, in which Preston Vance was gifted by the now late Brody Lee. Um, it will be, the match itself will be happening on the two-year anniversary of that happening so obviously a lot of emotion as far as that goes and then andrade as well uh potentially having to leave aew if he loses this match it's either just great promotion or this guy is pissed that he is working for aew right now because if you go through his twitter account the free el idolo hashtag has been going around quite a bit he's been expressing his frustration um but again 
he he is either genuinely really mad or this is a fantastic little piece of work on Andrade's end, which no one can doubt. That guy's the man. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm really intrigued on this end of things, Goose. I just want to get your opinion. Do you think that we may be potentially seeing the last of Andrade in uh, All Elite Wrestling? I mean, if Homeboy doesn't want to be there, then I uh, like. If anyone doesn't want to be there, they should just let them go because, like, they're toxic in the locker room because they're just going to be sitting there, you know, uh, talk like, like, just you know, talk, shit talking the promotion and stuff while they're at work and, like, you know, burying everything to everybody else. And, like, that's that stuff's never positive. Like, no. it sucks to, 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 for that sort of thing to go on. And, like, if he doesn't want to be there, then yeah, let him go and bring Why in is- somebody else. Like uh, Andrade is probably, he's probably making a lot of like money where you could probably hire like two or three really great indie guys and make them stars. Maybe they'll become bigger stars than yeah. Andrade ever was. And you're paying them half as much. So, and, and they will want to and appreciate being there. Like if they don't appreciate, like, that's one of my things, right? Like you, everybody's seen my Twitter is gratitude's the attitude. Well, that's, it's, it's like, if you're not grateful to be here, then you, you're just going to be pissing everybody else off too. So like, yeah, just, yeah. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like you, they, they probably should for the sake of the audience have some sort of an out like this, where the guy, yeah. it, you know, he, in storyline, takes off rather than like a CM Punk who just walks out or, or, you know, is suspended or whatever for, and then, you know, abruptly fired like that, that kind of sucks. But like, if they don't want to be there, then don't make them be there. Cause uh, yeah, like, I agree. uh, Yeah, I agree. And, and, and even if it's just nothing malicious, like, again, we don't know if this is a work or shoot anywhere in between as far as Andrade (laughs) goes, but like, even if somebody just wants to leave for what they feel is a better opportunity, or of course the popular rumor that comes out is he wants to go back to WWE because his significant other is there. And again, rightfully so, if somebody wants the opportunity, especially in an industry like wrestling where, you know, I don't know what actual travel schedules are, but you assume that people are working or on the road at least four or five nights a week. Mm -hmm. uh, Why not give them the opportunity to go and work with a significant other, especially in, just looking at the hierarchy of, of all elite wrestling, Andrade is a guy who maybe should, in my opinion, get some more TV time or maybe should be working a little bit more uh, of a program with other individuals or whatever it might be. You know, it's not like you've got one of the elite or you've got, you know, someone they've really put a lot around asking to leave. That's maybe a bit more of a difficult conversation. Mm-hmm. Um but Andrade, it's not as though he's filling, and and through no fault of his own, the guy's one of my favorite wrestlers, one of the most talented wrestlers in the world, in my opinion. Um, but if if he wants to leave, he's not one of your um, main focuses, nor has he been one of your main focuses. He wants to go somewhere he feels he'd be happier. Let him, you know. Yeah. I, I and that's just my personal opinion because I, I do understand feel- the whole desire not to go and like hand your comp- hand your competitor money for lack of a better way to put it right I, but i i, I kind of feel like happy. 
the contracts, the way they're laid out, it, it's it's a little like it's totally one sided for the promotions, right? Like, the if if AEW or WWE want to release somebody, they can say, okay, your contract, we're releasing you. You have ninety days left on your contract, then it's done. But yeah. like the wrestlers should have the same the same out. Like they should be like, okay, if 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 this isn't going well, we should be able to give you ninety days notice and and leave. Yep. I don't disagree with you one bit. And you've seen it when contracts are actively expiring. You know, you look at obviously John Moxley a few years ago. You look at Brian Danielson and Adam Cole. Um, and, and, you know, by no means do I think that they were individuals who were at risk of being released outright. Um, but like you say, if, if what's sauce for the goose is sauce for the gander. Yeah. There's two goose puns in this podcast. I did really well with that. Nicely done, me. Good work. If you're buddy. listening to the audio, I'm patting myself on the back right now. Um, I, I do think they should have that opportunity. Andrade, man, like, you saw the way that Triple H treated that man while he was in NXT. Like, made him the NXT champion. He was the first guy in however many years to deliver a five-star match. Whatever stock you put in that whatsoever. But one of the first guys to, like, really earn a five-star match in WWE in years and years and years. And yeah, go back to WWE, have them come out as a surprise to the Del Rio entrance. If uh, I, I am ever so. to hear Alberto Del Rio's music or face on WWE programming again, I am going to be a very disappointed young man. And that I'm is the really extent that I will give. I would be friggin' shocked. I've heard he's kind shocked. of a douche canoe. Well, you put that a lot nicer than I would have, my friend. Sandy! Hi from Germany. Hello from Canada, friend. It's good to see you. Thank you for hopping in this morning. Yes. Welcome. It is 10 minutes left in uh, Sunday brunch this a.m. Uh, one thing that I want to touch on, because obviously we're going to plug our shit and all of that sort of good stuff here sooner rather than later. Uh, did just want to, of course, send condolences to the family of Antonio Inoki, of course, the founder of New Japan Pro Wrestling, passing away on Friday, I believe it was. Um, I, I, I can't speak much, um, outside of the, the, the man is indisputably one of the legends of pro wrestling. That guy is foundational to what we know of professional wrestling today, like founding mm. new Japan in and of itself is massive, but you know, the, the shows in North Korea with Ric Flair that are the highest, like grossing drawing shows of all time, as far as attendance goes is massive. Uh, the stuff with Muhammad Ali, I think that. You know, you look at a guy who in and of, in and of the essence of the word promoter, you know, that guy went out and he tried to draw attention to professional wrestling and did a damn good job of it. So I'll never uh, of course, our that. condolences, our respects to uh, Antonio Inoki and the family of oh, Antonio. I will, I will never forget the uh, great clip on YouTube of Bill Burr reviewing the match between Antonio Inoki and the great oh, Antonio. <laughs> So good. That's beating the shit out of the guy. Yeah. <laughs> and oh then uh, I, I also I saw a thing on Twitter yesterday. I believe Casey Matsunaga posted it, and it was just Antonio Inoki standing in the middle of the ring and a lineup of dudes, and he just wallops every single one of them I right just, in the face. <laughs> and none of them, none of them were light, man. Like if you watch, yeah. I saw the same clip. You see Inoki hit him, and they sort of, like, stumble away from him every single time. Like, I do not know. And if somebody maybe in the comments can, can fill me in as to the context of what Apparently that was. it happened on no the idea. 
Uh, it apparently happened on the New Year's Eve show or New Year's show of the year 2000, and it was to transfer his fighting spirit to the uh, to the young lions of 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 the Japanese promotion where he was wrestling. That is fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, that is the coolest thing I am going to hear today. So yeah, that that is a perfect way to sum it up, man. You so talk about to, you uh... talk about a promoter, Antonio Inoki. As a tribute to uh, Antonio Inoki, I also walloped uh, poor Sid Greed right upside the head yesterday during our match. That's going to start to be the uh, the yeah. standard introduction at Love Pro Wrestling shows. Please line up outside the door of the rec room, and Spence is going to slap you in. <laughs> oh, my God. Instead I'd of handshakes, my... we did if, hugs, if, and now we're going to do smacks to the face. If we have, if we have, say, 25 people on our roster, 25 people would kick my ass six ways to Sunday. You better believe that we ain't kicking that one off that way. Goosey, thank yes, you. Sir. It's been hey, fun. No it's been a blast. Yeah, no, I, I was surprised. I'm trying to do a couple of things of right now. It's... Well, JPJ got called into work, and actually the uh, the Montreal contingent of love wrestling is over at uh oh shit what's the venue they're in montreal obviously uh mm -hmm. at dan Housen's first ever signing in montreal so that's oh, where cool. uh, that's where that contingent is right now yes very very nice very very evil but do you see as uh, favorites he's a stud absolute stud and i would love to have him here one day yeah but as we close please, it out here on sunday put me brunch, in a tag team match with him Please. If, if if he ever comes up here, I'm sure you're going to be far from the only one trying to get that match. I can tell you that much. But as we close her out here, I am pulling up the Twitch dashboard so that we can find a friend to go and raid. Because if people are going to hop in, people are going to support us here on Love Wrestling Sunday Brunch, then let's carry that love. Let's carry that support over to Zicky Dice. That's who we're going to go hang out with after this broadcast, playing some Overwatch 2. But before we do that, Goosey. I'm going to give you the big screen, man. Where can people find you? When can people find you? How can people find you? Uh, well, uh, I'm uh, at Canadian Goose KS on Twitter. Uh, Kyle Shaw on Facebook. Oh, I also have uh, the Canadian Goose uh, fan page on Facebook. Uh, you can you can follow me there. Um, you can find me at uh, I'm I'm usually at the uh, Love Pro Wrestling shows, but like this this month I I'm going to be at the Winnipeg Comic Con. Uh, as I said, I'll be wrestling for Big West Wrestling on uh, 14th and uh, 15th of October. Um, you can also find me at RCW uh, this this coming week in Calgary. And uh, yeah, so I'm 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 all over the place trying to wrestle and, and get myself out there. If you're if you're if it's during the week, you could come find me down at uh, either the uh, Top Talent Pro Wrestling Academy or the Clandestine Society Pro Wrestling Academy because uh, you know I'm I'm out there busting my butt training at both. So yeah, big stud, big stud. The Canadian Goose is, and if you're a promoter out there looking for some talent that is going to entertain, whether whether is the Canadian Goose or otherwise, I will certainly vouch for Kyle Shaw. Any, I appreciate that. Awesome. Yeah, of it's course, man. We a bunch of places I want to go. That I've 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 seen some great stuff from like WrestleCore and New and Three Six Five and all these places out in BC and then there's another New in Newfoundland that I, I'd really like to get out to at one point. So if any oh, yeah. of that can be made to happen, 
The Canadian was, wrestling that, scene, in my opinion, friend, is is better than ever. It really, yeah. really is. You can go province by province, territory by territory, and name some great professional wrestlers, promotions, anything in between. It's uh, it's a very good time to be a professional wrestling fan above the 49th parallel, whether you're looking at everybody uh, with some Canadian in them on the proverbial major rosters, such as WWE, AEW, anywhere in between, or right in your local backyard. Make sure you're supporting independent professional wrestling. As Goose said, I know he's busting his ass. I know there are a ton of great people busting their ass throughout Alberta, throughout Canada, and everywhere in between to bring you the best of the best in Canadian pro wrestling, which ties me over nicely. Friends, if you are interested, October 28th, there is one show, one show, one show that you should be at in Edmonton, Alberta. That is Love Pro Wrestling's ninth edition. Mark with us. You want a little exclusives? We're going to give you some. Let's run through a bit of a card here. Taking place at the Rec Room South Common, as always, the premier venue for Canadian professional wrestling, especially right here in Edmonton, Alberta. Michael Richard Blaze is defending the LPW Grand Championship against Nicole Matthews. That's a first time ever matchup that you guys don't want to miss Giselle Shaw returning to Edmonton making her debut for Love Pro Wrestling taking on the intangible Zoe Sagan and the LPW (laughs) Tag Team Championships on the line for the very first time Clandestine Society Bollywood Boys the Rads and Bayrak Garani and Sheik Shabazz challenging for those titles we're also going to be hosting a costume contest Why the hell not? Not only can you show up, show out, and show off, but you can win two tickets to Love Pro Wrestling's 10th edition, our final show of the year, November 25th. Very excited on that one. And I was going to hop in and say thank you for hopping in and purchasing your tickets early. Ophelia Payne, you are a wonderful human being. I can vouch for that. And thank you for your support. It means a lot. It means a lot that you guys tuned in this morning, wherever you may be viewing it from, whether it's right here in Edmonton, whether it's in Germany, whether it's Timbuktu, Toronto, or anywhere in between, you took the time for us, and that means a lot. Hopefully you stick around because we're going to be going to support Zicky Dice following this show. Stick around for the raid. He's an individual doing great things throughout North America on the professional wrestling end of things, as I like to think that all of us here at Love Wrestling are doing as well. So if you want to stay up to date with the latest and greatest from us, wherever podcasts are played, wherever videos are viewed, or wherever awesome content can be found, you can find us at Love Wrestling CA. Make sure you head to Eventbrite, purchase your tickets as Ophelia Payne and a number of others have already done. Our last three last three shows have sold out, friends, so make sure you get your tickets early. Make sure you're there because you don't want to miss out on October 28th as we bring you the show to be at on that particular date. Friends, for the Canadian Goose, I've been Spencer Love. You can follow me at Spenny Love on Twitter. But until then, as Ed Whalen, a personal hero of mine, used to say, friends, in the meantime, in the in-between time, thank you for tuning in to another edition of Love Wrestling Sunday Brunch. We will see you same bat time, same bat channel next Sunday at 11 a.m. Mountain, 1 p.m. Eastern. Take care, friends. Oh, where's the Sunday brunch? Dang it. I botched the spot. I botched the spot. I botched the spot. <laughs> <laughs>